BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. TJ stopping at the free throw line, lobbing it up for the only child who reaches back and hammers it home. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars back out on the road. They are in Stockton, California to take on the Pacific Tigers. And we are going to start with some very big news in regards to tonight's game, specifically for the BYU Cougars. Head coach Mark Pope has confirmed that Yoli Childs will start tonight against Pacific. Over the last couple of weeks, obviously been wondering when Yoli was going to make his return. Return to practice on Tuesday for the first time. And Mark Pope does say Yoli Childs will start tonight against the Pacific Tigers. We will have more from head coach Mark Pope when he talks with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Needless to say, very big news and a very nice lift for the BYU Cougars as they begin a very important week with games tonight at Pacific and then Saturday afternoon against San Francisco. Cougars beginning tonight with a record of 14-6 and after falling to then number one Gonzaga in Spokane, 92-62. The, uh, the loss moves BYU into a five-way tie for second place in the WCC at 3-2. and Cougars are tied with St. Mary's, Santa Clara, Pacific, and San Francisco. This is what makes this week so important for the Cougars. You're facing Pacific tonight. You're facing San Francisco on Saturday, as I mentioned. Those are obviously the teams that are in that mix tied for second place. The, Coug- the Tigers are 15-6 and six overall, and they do have a win over St. Mary's. But I, I can't overlook the fact that overall, and I understand once conference play has begun, the strength of schedule has improved. But overall, Pacific just has not played anybody from start to finish. Pacific's schedule right now ranks 232 in the country, and that's up from the low 300s before conference play began. Jalil Tripp is the guy that makes the Pacific Tigers go. He is fantastic. He's a senior. He's averaging 15 points per game and nine rebounds. He is legit. Justin Mora is the only other player right now averaging double digits in scoring. They're a very good defensive team. I don't want to make it sound like I don't think this is a very good team. This is a very dangerous team. Uh, especially for BYU because of what uh, Pacific does and what BYU likes to do. Sometimes it's contrasting styles. Uh, So I don't want to make it sound like Pacific's not a very good team because obviously they are. They're tied for second place just like BYU. But I, I don't believe that they have been tested the way that BYU has been tested from start to finish to this point. That's why I say that. One of the things that Pacific has going in its favor, fantastic defensive team. They rebound the ball extremely well. Those are definitely strengths for them. They also like to slow things down, so a slower tempo is the way they want to play. That's certainly contrasting styles to what BYU wants to do. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, the update on Yoli Childs, uh, we'll see exactly how many minutes he plays. All that stuff um, you know, will obviously be determined once the game gets going, but more on Yoli Childs, and if you're just tuning in, uh, he will start tonight making his return for the first time since the open dislocation on his right index finger uh, several weeks ago. Uh, he will make the start. You'll hear more from Coach Pope when he talks with Greg Rubel coming up at the bottom of the hour. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. And speaking of three-pointers, that's obviously one of BYU's 
biggest weapons we've seen that this year that will certainly come into play tonight uh, against a team like Pacific which I mentioned is a very good defensive team that brings us to tonight's player interview and tonight talking with Connor Harding Connor's averaging seven points and five rebounds and I asked Connor if he notices anything different in practice from the guys after a win versus a loss yeah, I think the biggest thing is like we just stay the course. You know, we're not going to change up things that we know that we're doing right. And obviously, we just got to change some, you know, some defensive things, some offensive things. It's just like, you know, little bits here and there, but it's not like a big change overall. You know, it's just keeping keeping the course and the journey going. What are some of the, the little things that the coaches have talked to you guys about that that maybe it's just tweaks here and there? Yeah, you know, just staying true to our identity. I think, you know, a lot of the games you see us move the ball around and, like, we get open shots. <coughs> and, you know, against Gonzaga, you know, sometimes we're just a little slower. We're watching people rather than cutting and moving. And so it's just, like, little things like that. Just, like, keep going, just keep going, keep playing. And then defense is just, like, all 40 minutes, you know. And we'll just have little bits and pieces here that, that you can see that, you know, we lost the focus as in the start of the game compared later on in the game. This conference, everybody said this conference was improved. And there probably were some people that were like, yeah, well, we say that every year. You look at the standings and there's five teams all bunched up for second place, you guys being one of them. This really does look like it's an improved conference from top to bottom, doesn't it? No, absolutely. This is a tough conference, and there's a lot of places that are really hard to win. You know, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, Pacific, San Francisco. And, like, it's hard to get road games uh, in the WCC. And so, you know, even if you look at the records, uh, Santa Clara, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga, us, like, we all have good records. And, and then... And then you have teams like Pepperdine where there's Colby Ross that, that's an outstanding point guard. And so you never know. You never know at this conference. Does that help? And I know it's, it's kind of your job, regardless of the opponent, to come out with a high level of intensity. But does it help when the teams are good and you do have to bring your A game? Because you don't have to kind of force that a little bit? You no, know, absolutely. You know, we played a lot of good teams in the preseason in the Mountain West and the Pac-12 and now it's the WCC, so, you know, it's just every single game, it's the same same mindset. It's like, I mean, I bet if you ask, like, all the players, they don't even know our next three games. I bet it's this this, this next game, and so it's just focusing on this one because we know that Pacific's really, really good. They're really aggressive. They bang with people. They beat St. Mary's, and and they keep winning games, and like you said, they're, they're in the hunt for second, too, and so, you know, every game is a big one to us. One of the things, well, a couple of things that coaches have talked about with this specific team, really intense, very defensive-minded. They're going to really get after you. How, how do you prepare for a team that, that's going to kind of hound you a little bit? How, how do you prepare for that? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing is just, like, we're going to hit back. You know, it's going to be a dogfight, and we realize that, and we're not, we're not afraid to back down from that. And so it's just, like, mentally saying, this is what's going to happen. Fight yeah. through it. And that's what we've been doing in practice. Where do you feel your game is right now? How comfortable are you? You look like you're comfortable out there and getting the minutes and, and the production is there. How do you feel overall and how this season has gone for you thus far? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's gone really good. You know, it's been a lot of learning from the coaching staff this year and seeing where I need to improve in the game. But, you know, compared to last year, my confidence is, is up. And so I think that's the biggest thing, you know, entering into the next game, the next game, and the next game until we go to the WC turn, the WCC tournament and the NCAA tournament. And then even next year, it's just going to keep going on. And so that's just the biggest thing to me is just my confidence. What feedback do you get from the coaches? What are they telling you about your game right now? Yeah, you know, I just think the biggest thing is just like, just keep doing what you're doing, 
uh, be efficient and defend and just just make more plays, uh, be more aggressive and make more plays because, you know, they, they trust me. Um, it's just the mindset I need to get in there and just make game-winning plays. TJ is on the verge of 122 straight starts, which is crazy when you think about that many games. What does something like that mean to you when you see a guy that's been that durable and has been able to bring it every night for now almost 122 games? You know, I absolutely love it because I love players that play every single game. They're here at practice or every single game, and that just shows a lot about, like, their endurance, their diligence, and, like, kind of about their character. And so, you know, 122 starts or wherever he's at, you know, that's impressive, staying healthy and doing what he what he does. And so, you know, I, all, all glory to, to TJ for, for being healthy and doing that. You know, I've he's, he's fought through injuries and different things, but it seems like he's always made it through season. Hopefully he stays healthy. Appreciate the time. Good luck uh, in Stockton. Thanks. Yeah, not a problem. That was Connor Harding, our player interview tonight, as we get you ready for BYU on the road at Pacific. Coming up next, we'll head to the Spano Center for our courtside conversation. In tonight for Mark Durant, Terry Nashif. We'll get Terry's thoughts on the big news that Yoli Childs will be in the starting lineup tonight. More on that coming up next. Cougar pregame live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars on the road for two games this week at Pacific tonight at San Francisco on Saturday afternoon. Welcome back in to Cougar pregame live. It's time for our courtside conversation. Let's head up to the Spanos Center in beautiful Stockton, California. On the broadcast tonight with Greg Rubel, Terry Nashif filling in for Mark Durant, former BYU basketball player and coach. Terry, always great to have you on the broadcast. How are you tonight? Shep, doing great. And the first thing I noticed <laughs> is how bright the lights are in the Spano Center. It Look. looks really, really uh, good. It's different. and It's like a different hopefully. arena, isn't it? Absolutely. Just walking in and um, it looks great. Look, people, you know, that's, that's somewhat of a joke. But, I mean, you're a player. You know what it's like to go from a, a venue that... The lighting is not the greatest to having it being a bright arena like you're used to. That actually makes a difference in how you play. It's a big difference. You look at backdrops, you look at uh, angles, you look at different things. And uh, these guys are used, as Division One players, they're used to playing in bright arenas. And this is now a bright arena. It looks great in here. All right, well, the, sometimes you get a little bit of a, of a curveball. And sometimes that can be a good curveball or a bad curveball. And tonight... BYU uh, for this show, we got a we got a good curveball. We found out right before we went on the air that Yoli Childs is going to start. Now beyond that, the details beyond that we don't know. Uh, you'll be able to hear Greg Rubel's conversation with Mark Pope coming up in about 15, 20 minutes from now. So you'll be able to get a few more details then. But what we do know is that Yoli Childs is going to make his return. He will start tonight against Pacific. How big of a lift is this for BYU? I've got to imagine this is just huge in terms of knowing that you're going to have him out there tonight. It's a huge lift for the players. It's a huge lift as far as Pacific trying to game plan uh, for a, a star and especially a team that rebounds so well and gets to the foul line a lot and gets guys in foul trouble. So just to have another body, a great player, and a lift for the team, I think it's huge. With a few days to reflect, how has the loss at Gonzaga set with you? Any takeaways from that one? 
Yeah, I think I think Gonzaga's really good, and we saw that as we watched that game. Um, and I think at the same time, if BYU makes some baskets early and hits some three-pointers like they've been doing all season, then that's a different game, and it, it, you should have a takeaway there that, you know, BYU can compete with Gonzaga, and you have to move on. These are really big games this week yeah. and starting tonight. Well, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. Certainly you take every game one at a time, and we know the cliche, but it's they say it because it's true. Athletes have to view it that way. But you can certainly look at a schedule, and especially when you get to that part of the schedule, depending on the circumstances surrounding it, you could have a week that means a lot more than maybe another week. And this is one of those, in my opinion. Games like this can tip the scales one way or the other in a conference season. And I think this week's a perfect example of games in the conference that the Cougars have to win. These aren't bad teams, but a loss probably won't look good at the end of the year. Agree or disagree? I think it's a huge week. I think you look at every game very uh, strategically, and this is a game that would be great to win. Uh, must win, have to win, you, you see, because Pacific's got a great record. Um, but it's such an important week, two games on the road, and I like starting at Pacific, see what uh, BYU can do tonight. T.J. Hawes has been an Iron Man, to say the least. He's getting ready to start his 122nd straight game. How do you view an accomplishment like that? Well, I think Connor said, you know, some great things, and and it's just nowadays where people are load managing and all of the injuries that can come up. To be able to do that, it, it's amazing. Uh, I, I remember watching TJ working out early in the mornings, and it was an everyday thing. And I know the Haas family is everyday uh, type of people, and that's what he's proven so far in his career, and it's been great to watch. And um, it's a great example to young players out there that it's possible. Play through injuries. I promise you TJ's been dinged up, and he's been hurting. And, he, you know, he was not at 100%, but he knows his team needs him, and he's been out there. Yeah, and there, when you think of longevity records like that, there's so much that has to go into it. You have to give credit, certainly, to the players, and you have to give credit to you know trainers that are that are able to help these players get into the condition to play you know you, you there's so many factors and quite frankly luck is probably a little bit involved in this to think of 122 games as a starter to not miss a, a start that is so impressive i think i think it comes down to like you mentioned the training staff the strength staff this is a this is not just you know once injuries happen, rehabbing them, it's preventative. And Coach Shork has done a great job with that. Rob Ramis, um, as far as keeping guys healthy. And then it also comes down to parenting, where yeah. you're telling your kid to play through things or to be tough. And uh, I'm a parent now trying to teach my kids to be tough. Hopefully they're listening right now and they'll be a little tougher because of it. Yeah, every parent, you know, it's one of those parenting checklists. You know you're a parent when you said, ah, just be tough. That's one, of, that's one of those things, as soon as you say it, yep, yep I'm a parent. You know you're yeah. there. Yep. So your thoughts on Pacific. As we mentioned, they're tied with BYU and three other teams for second in the conference at 3-2. and two. Just your overall thoughts on Pacific. Again, this is a good team. For me personally, I don't know if they've been tested from the beginning of the season on because of their strength of schedule. How do you view these, this Tiger team? Here's the thing. If he, you know, I'm watching them warm up right now, and if you're going to ask them if they've been tested, their strength of schedule, they don't know. They played, they're 10-2 and two at home. They played a bunch of, of teams 
they've won, and that's what they're used to doing. And that's a huge thing for a team is to get used to winning games. Right. You watch that St. Mary's, you know, four-overtime thriller, and they refuse to lose. That's a team that believes they've been tested and that they can win. And that's what's scary about this team. No matter what the numbers say on their record, they think they can win. They think they can rise to the competition. And they feel like this is going to be another one of those games where they win the game. And, you know, that goes out the window when you beat St. Mary's. They think, hey, we've been tested here. So it'll be interesting to see. BYU will bring fans in. I talk about this a lot, but it'll feel different in this arena for them because there's more people than normal. Uh, even though they're not necessarily cheering for them, there's a different energy, and it'll, you know, it'll get them going. So it's a challenge tonight, and uh, they're coached. Their coaching staff is tremendous, uh, Coach Stoudemire, and, and all the way down his staff, they've done a great job putting this roster together, and they're always so tough uh, at what they do. Well, and one of the things they do really well is rebound the basketball. And after the Gonzaga loss, Coach Pope mentioned rebounding as an issue right now. And the Cougars have done a nice job on the glass for a while, but that issue has resurfaced recently. Is that just the opponents that BYU is facing, or is it something else? I think it's opponents. I think Yoli being on the bench. I think there's a lot of different things, but Coach Pope and his staff, if they emphasize it, you typically see in the next game that there's significant improvement. They've got these guys listening to them, and I think we'll see it tonight. But it is a a real challenge and a test uh, to be able to rebound the basketball against this Pacific team. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Terry, what are your keys to tonight's game? I think the first key is to keep them off the foul line. Uh, they score a lot of points from the line, and also it keeps us out of foul trouble. Uh, BYU needs to push the pace, and as always, number three, make shots. Yep, I agree. Terry, great stuff. Thank you very much. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, Shep. There we go. Terry Nash on the broadcast with Greg Rubel filling in for Mark Durant tonight, joining us from the Spanos Center. Uh, we are just about 40 minutes or so away from tip-off between BYU and the Pacific Tigers. After a quick timeout, we'll check out other scores in college basketball, including women's basketball earlier today. That's right. It was a matinee at the Marriott Center. BYU women's basketball hosting San Francisco. It was Kids Day. By the way, if you've never experienced a Kids Day game, I highly recommend doing it. It is fantastic. The energy is there. Yes, you hear a lot of squealing and, sc- and screaming and high-pitched squeals. But, man, the energy in the building is fantastic. So uh, on a side note, I highly recommend if you ever have the opportunity to go to one of the Kids Day games, you take advantage of it. It is something you will certainly not forget. We'll go over to all scores, college basketball, as well as the National Basketball Association coming up on the other side. So get you ready for the Cougars and the Tigers on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. The big news heading into tonight's game, we found out about 25 minutes ago, Yoli Childs will be back. Not only will he play, he will be in the starting lineup tonight as BYU faces the Tigers of the University of the Pacific. Big news, obviously. You will hear more from the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Mark Pope, on more details on that when he talks with Greg Rubel coming up in just about 10 minutes. All right, I mentioned before the break that women's basketball had a matinee game at the Marriott Center today hosting San Francisco. The Dons were 
winless in the West Coast Conference. Women's basketball looking to get back to 500 in conference play at home. All of their conference wins, uh, with the exception of one, had come on the road. BYU gets the win, and they win going away 57-44. Jasmine Moody leading the Cougars with 11 points. Sarah Hampson with 10. All right, back to the men's game. Games going on right now featuring local teams. The University of Utah hosting the Washington Huskies. That game going on up at the Huntsman Center. And now that I'm going to my scoreboard, my computer's having a hard time. In fact, all of my scores are having a hard time refreshing. So you know what? We're going to move on to top 25 action. My computer decides to cooperate. I'll get you the score of what's happening up at the Huntsman Center. Uh, Three and a half minutes to go in the first half at Indiana. It is number 11 Michigan State trailing at Indiana, Hoosiers up 32-24. to 24. Also, first half action, 10 minutes to go. Number 25, Houston, trailing UConn. The Huskies with a one-point lead very early in that game. It is 11-10, UConn leading number 25, Houston. Later on tonight, 8 o'clock Mountain Time, number 23, Colorado, hosting Washington State. And then at 9 o'clock Mountain Time, in Eugene, number 12, Oregon, hosting the USC Trojans. All right. West Coast Conference action tonight. No games have tipped off at this point. The first games that will tip off will start at 8 o'clock. So BYU and Pacific will be one of the first games that will tip off. Also at 8 o'clock Mountain Time in Los Angeles, LMU hosting the Portland Pilots. That's a pair of two one and four teams in the WCC. Also at 8 o'clock, Santa Clara hosting Pepperdine. Santa Clara, one of those three and two teams tied with BYU and Pacific for second place. Also, one of the teams tied for second place, San Francisco on the road at St. Mary's, both of those teams at 3-2. and two. It's a big, big night. One of these wins for these teams uh, with the 3-2 and two records, obviously you're going to get a, a leg up uh, in the standings at least uh, for, uh, for two days before you play again. So it's nice to see some of these teams that are uh, jumbled up right now in the, in the second seed playing each other tonight to uh, get rid of some of that uh, some of that log jam. Also coming up later on tonight with local basketball, UVU on the road at Cal State Bakersfield, and Weber State is hosting Montana State. Uh, still cannot get my computer to refresh some of these local scores, so I'll get that fixed, uh, and we'll get you uh, some of those scores coming up during our scoreboard updates during the game. All right, coming up next, we'll get you to the Spano Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Again, Yoli Childs will start. Greg Rubel talks with the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope. For more details, you're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome courtside inside the Alex G. Spanos Center on the campus of the University of the Pacific in Stockton, California, home of the resurgent Pacific Tigers, a team that has in the past given BYU some trouble, and that was with teams maybe not as good as this one. Damon Stoudemire's squad is having a breakout season so far. I am your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel. With me is former BYU point guard and assistant coach Terry Nashif. And, uh, Terry, while every weekend in league play is going to be big, 
it's not an overstatement to call this the biggest weekend of BYU's conference campaign so far because the Cougs' postseason portfolio, if it lacks anything, lacks these two things. True away wins and wins in quadrants one and two of the net rankings. And this weekend, BYU plays two true away games against teams in quad two. Simply put, this weekend can go a long way to getting BYU into the NCAA tournament. This is a huge weekend, and it starts tonight with a really good Pacific team. And I'm really excited to watch this game, obviously, with Yoli coming back, watching him warm up right now. He looks good the way he's shooting and moving, and this should give a good lift to BYU. When we come back, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope about Yoli Childs and his team's game plan at Pacific as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Stockton, California, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. We welcome you back inside the Spanos Center in Stockton, California, as tonight the 14-6 BYU Cougars visit the 15-6 Pacific Tigers. Both teams seeking to avoid consecutive losses for the first time this season. But one of these teams will walk out of here having lost back-to-back games and having lost ground in the conference title chase, which is already looking like a feudal enterprise in some ways with Gonzaga already out in front by two and a half games over second place. In second place are five WCC teams all tied at three and two in league play with BYU and Pacific, two of those teams. And for Pacific, it's likely now or never if the Tigers want to stay in the hunt. The Damon Stoudemire squad hosting BYU tonight, then visiting Gonzaga on Saturday. Our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope is brought to you by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And after today's shoot-around, I asked the coach about tonight being the night that Yoli Childs makes his return from a four-game injury absence. We're going to throw him in there tonight, and uh, I think he's ready. He had two days of practice um, and, and uh, responded pretty well. Hasn't had any complications, so we're going to throw him out there and see how it goes. What do you hope Yo can give you tonight, really? Well, I hope I hope he's great. You know, my, my biggest concern for him is can he grab a contested rebound and can he catch a contested pass right with his hand. So um, that's the most important thing. Uh, he should be fine in conditioning. I think uh, transition defense is obviously huge for him, and, and I think he'll do a great job for us tonight. But mostly just his ball security with, with his hand, and, and I, I think it's going to be really good. We'll see. It'll be the first time he's out since he had the little finger deal. He'll start up front with Cole? Yep. He'll start with Kobe. All right, this uh, Pacific team, kind of know what you're going to get with these guys. They're going to slow it down. They're going to drive at you. They're going to crash. Yeah, they're, they're uh, one of the top defensive teams in our league. Uh, the two places they struggle is they're not great guarding the three-point line right now, and they're not gu- great guarding the free-throw line. Those are two places they give up. Uh, but, but they are one of the best defensive teams in our league. Uh, and in five or six statistical categories, they really, really protect the rim. They protect the paint. Uh, they're not a huge steals team in terms of the stat steals that show up, but they win every single 50-50 ball. They're unbelievably talented on the offensive glass and relentless. They're plus 11 uh, on the offensive glass, and they've out-rebounded their opponent by 200 rebounds so far this year. And so uh, we have our work cut out for us there, and they're a, they're a pretty effective isolation team, uh, especially this number zero is, is really dangerous, this little trip. And so um, they pose a huge challenge. Uh, 
you know, they, they, they're in the middle of a great season. They're playing really, really confident. They, they believe they can beat anybody in this league on their home court, and so it's going to be a slugfest tonight. They're averaging six-plus block shots per game in the league right now. Yeah, they really protect the rim, and it's interesting because they get it from all different places. They have bigs. 33 is really, really long. Uh, 30, uh, 35 can block some shots. Actually, four, you know, who guards the point a lot is actually coming up with some block shots on the ball at the rim. Uh, number one is a, a unheralded great defensive player uh, with really really physical kind of can play guard anybody from the one to the four and um, they really take pride on the defense and the ball and protecting this rim. Not too many games get four 1,000 point scorers on the floor, but you've got three of them, and you mentioned Jaleel. He's another one for them. Yeah, it's um, uh, you know this is uh, this is and it's interesting because it, they're. Pacific is not known to be a great offensive team. That's not really where they hang their hat. But this Jaleel Tripp has put up huge numbers. He's averaged 23 points a game in the league, and that's really, really impressive. And, and uh, so he's fully, fully capable of getting it going. Okay. Top on tonight's to-do list? Um, well, we got to rebound this ball. Uh, we, we just have to find a way to rebound this ball on the defensive end, and then uh, it's really, really important. We got to find Chavici in number 11. He's been a game changer for them off the bench shooting the ball. We got to really, really find a way to handle Jalil Tripp and over their overall team physicality. A little bit of wild card is 25. He's just back. I assume he's going to be back in the starting lineup tonight for the first time in league play. Really, really talented uh, point guard who kind of changes the way they look. So personnel-wise, those guys are really important. Clearly, and we got to rebound the ball. We got to guard well in transition. We got to win the 50-50 hustle, hustle, hustle game. Not too many league games need a lot of build-up, but this one comes with a lot of subtext. You all know how huge it is. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, every game in this league is so huge. I mean, every game we're gonna have the same conversation every single game for the rest of league play and. And um, it's just what good league play is, is that every game matters. And, and uh, the next game is going to matter even more because it's the next game. And so, um, you know, we're excited about it. We have a chance to come out here and really compete and, and see what we can do. Coach Pope, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg. That is Coach Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years experience in Utah. Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the University of the Pacific in Stockton. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Terry Nashif alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation, and welcome back inside the Alex G. Spano Center in Stockton, California, where the Pacific Tigers this season have a 10-2 record. 
In WCC games against BYU, the Tigers have a 2-4 and four record. BYU escaped this venue with a three-point win last season, and this has generally not been a very easy place to play for the Cougs. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and former BYU player and coach Terry Nashif with you from courtside. Terry sitting in for Mark Durant tonight. Our statistician is BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Tilton. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Jack. Bagley with assistance from Cole Wissinger. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires. And our interns tonight are Jeffrey Carroll and Connor Aist. Good to have you with us tonight on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, an intriguing matchup tonight. Uh, You have a BYU team that is very three-point dependent against a team that doesn't take a lot of threes. Then you have a BYU team that rarely gets to the free-throw line against a team that turns most games into a parade to the stripe. Pacific, very aggressive defensively. Blocks a ton of shots. Great rebounders. BYU, a little less aggressive. Last in the WC in uh, blocks. WCC in blocks. And rebounding has been a challenge. Terry, it is the consummate clash of styles. BYU has proven all year that they can play different styles and win games. And tonight, they have a chance to do something against a Pacific team where they can play fast and win. Or I think they can out-tough Pacific tonight. It's a great challenge. I'm excited to watch it. Coming up after the break, we'll hear the Pacific perspective from Pacific assistant coach Luke Wicks as the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues live from the Spano Center in Stockton, California on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside the Alex G. Spano Center in Stockton, California for BYU and Pacific in a WCC second-place showdown. Cougs and Tigers, two of the teams locked in a five-way tie behind the league-leading Gonzaga Bulldogs. Damon Stoudemire in his fourth season as Pacific's head coach, and he's coaching the best team of his tenure. It's already a 15-win squad for the first time under Damon, and while the non-conference schedule was, uh, well, let's say comfortable, a home win over St. Mary's and a road win at Pepperdine have already established some uh, early season conference credentials. The Tigers led by a superstar in Jalil Tripp, averaging 23 points per game right now in league play. Tripp had 39 in that wild four-overtime win over the Gales a short time ago here at the Spano Center. I spoke with Pacific assistant coach Luke Wicks for a read on where this year's Tiger team is uh, taking it up a notch over previous Pacific squads. Uh, I think our guys have truly bought into, you know, just the process of it all and, and being a, a, trying to be a great defensive team. Um, you know, if you look at the numbers across the board, uh, I think we lead the league in defensive scoring, obviously, and defensive field goal percentage. And I, I think our guys have really tried to buy into having a defensive identity. And at the same point, it helps when you've got a couple big guys back there that can block some shots and alter some things. So, um I, I think they've done that. And then we're just older. You know, we, we went a different route in terms of recruiting and, and had three graduate transfers come into the program and obviously one Division One transfer who sat out last year in Justin Moore. Uh, and Jaleel Tripp, obviously, being here for three years is a, is a senior. And you know, Pierre Crockwell, who's a freshman, but he's 20 years old. So, you know, you guys you guys know all about the, just, just, just being an older guy, just being an older guy and being through a couple more battles and being through a little bit more life experience. It, it helps and it translates out onto the court. Along with the, de- the defensive identity, though, how nice to have generators like Jaleel and Justin Moore to make it happen on the other end. 
You know, it, it's been nice because in years past, we've only had one primary ball handler out there in Jaleel or, or something else. But to have Justin out there who can score it and find others and then have a, a true freshman be second in the country and assist a turnover ratio and Pierre Crockerell. And then you have Jaleel out there that's kind of your your Swiss Army knife. So he, he brings another dimension and we can shift all three of those pieces around. So um it may not reflect necessarily in, in assist to turnover ratio when you just look at stats, but just uh, having a continuity and a flow on the offensive end, it helps having those three guys out there. How would you describe the styles that both teams would like to play at tonight? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's contradicting <laughs> to say the least. Um, you know, obviously Pope being an assistant at BYU before, it's kind of looking like they're trying to get back to playing a little bit faster and uh, a lot of the same offensive philosophies uh, when they had the, you know, obviously Tyler and Kyle and, uh, you know, the Brandon Davies and Noah Hartsocks of the world out there where they got a ton of interchangeable parts and guys that can really shoot the basketball and have a feel for the game. So, um you know, those guys want to play fast. They want to get up and down at the same point. You know, we kind of like to slow it down and grind it out a little bit. So um, if we can keep you guys out of transition and, and make it a half-court game, I think we'll, we'll really like our chances at that. Yoli Childs hasn't played a game in a little while, and it's looking like tonight's the night. Yeah, you know, obviously anytime you have a 20 and 10 guy sitting out, it, it changes the dynamics of your team dramatically when he comes back in. Uh, ho- hopefully for us, he's a little bit rusty, but it, with great players, they shake that rust off quick. And, um, you know, you, you never want to have a caveat be, beside any game. So we're happy that he's healthy and he's out here because it's it's great notoriety for the conference to have players like him out on the court and at the same point you know you can't make any excuses if we we tend to come out there and win that game so it's 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 beneficial for both parties and and he's a heck of a player and we're we'll rise the challenge and, and accept it where as it comes speaks well for the league that this is a high quad game for both teams tonight yeah you know obviously it's it's one of the only leagues that has i think there's maybe six teams that have 14, 14 plus yeah. wins um, that's a heck of a deal, and it's been like that kind of the last two years as well. Uh, I think the profile of the league is rising. I think obviously Gonzaga is always going to be there, and St. Mary's BYU. Got you, those three schools have, you know, the kind of the track record. But then you know Santa Clara cut, turning the corner, and Herb's doing a phenomenal job there. San Francisco's had some really good years uh, the past couple years, and um, you know obviously San Diego lost a lot from last year, but they were a, they were a juggernaut last year and made it to the NIT. So the more teams we can get in the postseason and and race our profile as a league, the better. Now, whether or not it's Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU, the WCC does have the feel of a three-bid league right now. I, I'd agree with that. I mean, obviously, uh, when you look at the metrics, they're all kind of in there. And um, for the St. Mary's and the BYU's and the Gonzagas, these are games that, that they don't want to drop. And for the Santa Clara's, the Pacific's, the San Francisco's, the San Diego last year, these are games we want to win in order to raise our profile and kind of solidify ourselves as being a legit contender. Coach Wicks, always good to talk to you. Thanks for the preview. I'd say see you back in Provo, but we won't this year. We'll see you in Vegas. See you in Vegas. Thanks, Greg. That is Pacific assistant coach Luke Wicks, which brings us to tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And here is tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. With 17 more points, T.J. Haas will take solo 10th place in career scoring. Passing this former Provo High School star who currently sits in 10th with 1,740 points. Who is he? The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and Pacific tipping off at the top of the hour. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. With 17 more points, maybe they come tonight. TJ Haas will take solo 10th place in BYU career scoring, passing this former Provo High School star who currently sits in 10th with 1,740 points. Terry Nashim, who is he? There's some BYU, there's some Provo greats. I'm yep. going with Brandon Davies. McKelly Wesley. Oh, another one. McKelly Wesley. Kyle's got to be up there. there. Those were the three choices the I Durants. had. Yeah. 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 I'm throwing Mark in there when I say the Durants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Our wrap-up segment. Hello, Mark, wherever you are. Our wrap-up segment of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next. This is BYU Basketball live from Stockton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. Anthem here at the Alex G. Spano Center in Stockton, California. Greg Rubel, Terry Nash up getting you ready for BYU and Pacific. Two, three, and two teams trying to break part of a five-way tie in the West Coast Conference. So, Terry, as you talked about with Shep already, a little bit with me, uh, tonight's the night Yoli Childs gets back. Four games away. This was on the narrow end of the window for recovery. They were hoping no fewer than, uh, hoping no more than four games. Well, it's been four games and now he's back. Sixteen days removed from an open dislocation of his index finger on the shooting hand. What's uh, what's the right way to manage expectations tonight for Yo? I think we'll know early. Coach Pope mentioned it. What are the contested catches like? What are the contested rebounds? One, does he go after him? Two, can he control him? We're going to know early. Looked good in warm-ups, able to get rotation on the ball, and it's a big lift for BYU. It's a game plan adjustment for Pacific. We'll see what happens tonight. In the meantime, the subtext the entire season whenever Yoli's out is Colby Lee's getting better game by game. He's a great player. He showed it early. He showed it the last few games. It's great to see them both out there together. Be interesting to see how long Coach Pope leaves them both out and who comes out first. All right, tip-off of BYU and Pacific is coming up next. You've been listening to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 